in this conversation today, I really want to encourage you guys to really, you know, whether or not you're there yet, I want you to kind of fake it with me today. All right. So fake it till you make it is the vibe, unless you're already energetically feeling it. Right. So in the context of today's conversation, I really want to be leading you through the aspect of you are already an energetic embodiment of this dream version of yourself, of this dream life. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an illustration. If we have time, I want to run through a little like active visualization technique that I love to do. And then we're going to take it from there. Okay. Let's see. Uh, keep moving because my success is inevitable which is ironic because I know that I'm not alone. LOL, I see my clients, but it's different. It is different. And that's the thing I, you know, kind of touching on this for a second. When I went through my low last year, my energetic, my physical, my income low, there was a big part of me that, that built up almost like shame and guilt around it, right? And those are very heavy emotions to have, but I had this belief that I couldn't perform or I couldn't be this incredible mentor because I was in this space. Meanwhile, it's the same things I was helping my clients through. Because the truth is when you're in business for yourself, you actually very intentionally have to create monthly reoccurring revenue to have stable income. And even once you have monthly reoccurring revenue, you have to continue to make sales and to be present and to be seen because the monthly recurring revenue drops at some point, whether it's a three month long program, a six month long program, some client has something that comes up that's catastrophic and you let them out of their contract. There are always things that happen, right? And so it's always the movement, right? And so income dips happen, 100%. But the question is, are we ready to come back from them? Are we ready to really create from them? And that was such a big thing for me to really witness within myself was that it didn't matter where I was, I was still helping my clients create this big and massive results. Last year, I, I helped two or three clients really scale into seven figures. Now, I didn't charge the rates that I charge now because I was in this scarcity space. I didn't talk about these results because I was in a scarcity space, because I didn't have this full embodiment about myself, that it didn't matter if I wasn't in the place that I was helping my clients get to, that that was a whole other <laughs> bullshit story that I was telling myself, whole other story for another time. Um, but what mattered was that I wanted to be here, right? So, uh, let's jump in. Let's kick off today with an affirmation as always. Um, what is our affirmation for today? Why am I forgetting to write our affirmations? Let me think. Probably because I was too focused on getting my food last minute. If I'm being honest. Today's affirmation we will do... I am a full embodiment of my dream self. Phrase it if you want to adjust it. You can rephrase it. But essentially what I want this to be is I want this to be an intention that we are setting in that we are enough. 
that we are an embodiment and that we are really stepping in with some really incredible energy as we enter into this conversation, right? As I said today, whether you are in this embodiment or we are faking it till we make it type of vibe today, that is okay, but we're going to step in, okay? All right, affirmations are rolling in. Let's get going. So first things first, I think one of the most important things that I really want to emphasize today is given the context that we're having the conversation around the fact that you are already an embodiment of this energy is really the practical, right? Really stepping in with what are the things that we should be doing in order to create these big dreams. So I want you guys to remind me because there, there are so many of you guys in this group. There are so many incredible goals. I want you guys to remind me what goal it is that you are creating this year. And if you feel comfortable sharing your call you back later. If you feel comfortable sharing your stretch goal, share that as your big goal. And what I want to do is I want to kind of tap into what are the practical things that we need to be doing on a action level, right, to create this, but also what are the energetic things we need to be doing to create this, right? So share with me that big goal. Let's see, hiccups are back. Always, <laughs> always with the hiccups. I swear, she like sits on my diaphragm or something. <sighs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So share those goals. Let's get that. Let's get that rolling. This is not a good dress to sit in. I just look like a green blob, but it's okay. I feel like a green blob right now. All right. Let's see. First six figure year. I love it. What else? What are your big goals? Big desires? And the second layer to this is as you guys share this, I know comments can be a little delayed. I want you to share what this means for you. What is the context behind this big goal? Like what is going to happen for you when you step into this? Are you going to be able to leave your full-time job? Are you going to be able to buy a new home? Are you going to be able to travel full-time? Are you going to be able to pay down your debts? Like what is the context of this big goal? Is it time freedom? Is it financial freedom? Is it the freedom to be more present at home? right? To be more present with your life. Um, I desire 50k months, consistent 12k months, multiple six figures. I love it. So here's the thing. I want to I wanna tap in and, and share an explanation for you. I've gotten a lot of questions lately around what the seven figure mama is. And I want to say that this is something that applies to all women. It is not just mamas, but we call it mama because it's cute. <laughs> Uh, and it sounds cute. That's really the vibe. We call it a seven figure mama vibe because it sounds cute. But here's the thing. I want to share with you guys really what it means to be a seven figure mama, to be a seven figure woman, regardless of if you are aligning with that seven figure version of yourself now, or if 10 years down the line, you would like the potential of maybe earning seven figures. What I want to share with you is that our 
our space, our calling in this industry, right? In our work, in our businesses, there is the the big why, like the person to person why, but then there's our why, right? There's our context. And this is the thing that I find for almost all of my people, all of my clients, all of my, my audience members, for really all of you guys that I talk to, is the context for our big goals is to have more time, to have more freedom, to have more availability, right? So whether it is to have more time to be with your children, right? Or it's have more time to be with your family, have more time to be with your friends, have more time to be with yourself. It's to have more financial freedom to create generational wealth, generational wealth, to create big luxurious moments, to have a very simplistic life where you have no wants, right? There are so many different levels to the the seven figure mama embodiment. But what I want to share with you guys today is the context of your goal is so much bigger than just a dollar sign. And I really want you guys to have full clarity around what this means for you because the truth is when we're moving through fears around money, which happen at every level in your business, every level in your life, and our context is money, we're saying that we're afraid of the thing that we desire, right? So make it bigger than that. When you talk in the context of your self-chatter and your journal, when you're doing your practices, make it bigger, Make it bigger than just you. And I know that this is a conversation that has been coming up a lot lately. Um, One of my old mentors, Melanie Ann Lair, she just ran a program talking about this. So a lot of people are talking about this. But I want to bring this forward as a conversation again. It's something that I've been teaching for years. It is, it's more than just the money, right? So what does it really mean to you to earn 50K months, to cross your first six-figure year, to, what else? What else was said? Um, to step into multiple six figures. Like, what does it mean to you? Okay, let's see. Big goal is just financial freedom, consistent 10K plus income. Um, money flowing in easier than ever with less effort than ever before. Be traveling 50% of the time. Freedom to support my parents' retirements. Have mails delivered to my door and actually have fun in business because it's not attached to financial stress. Ooh, that's a big one. The context is to be an example of what is possible for others and to have more impact on the world. I want you to make it personal, guys. Bring these home. Like, bring these to you. Um, My goal is a 20K month, stretch 50, uh, freedom to spend with my family and pay for school for my children and travel. What does it mean? We'll be able to pay off debt, buy our dreamland home invest in our health, upgrade our lifestyle, travel, not have to be, not have to check the bank before purchasing and have baby number two. These are absolutely beautiful. I really want to encourage you guys, if you didn't make your context personal, to make it personal. Make it personal. Because when you make it personal, you're literally adding so much momentum to it you're bringing so much power to the goal to the desire right so when we transition into the conversation around okay well now that we have this we have the embodiment we have the bigger context 
Now, how do we make it happen, right? I want to know from you guys, like, what is the work that you do? Um, give me an example. You can just give me one for simplicity's sake for today's conversation. What is one way that you work with clients? Maybe it's the type of offer you want to sell now in your business. Maybe it is what you're selling now or something that you're thinking about selling. Share with me one way for people to work with you, right? And it can be like, just share with me the context of it. It's a group program. It's one-to-one. It's this. I don't need a whole blurb. So I don't have time for all of that for you guys, for each one of you. But share with me like what it is that you're bringing forward. And I'm going to tap into what we're going to do to help you create momentum and sell these programs. Okay. So, um, we got another context to be able to be a fully present mama, not worried about having to do X, Y, and Z to make money and to tell my daughter to hold on while I finish work. Oof. Yeah. To have freedom to travel and to give my daughter experiences I never got. Being able to show her I see her, I love her, and she is valued. Uh, being able to buy a house with a yard with her and my dogs. Not putting all the financial pressure on my partner. Um, I have no who stepped in and done so much. Yeah. Mm, these are beautiful. Okay. Hannah, for today's conversation, we're going to stick with the three month. Because... We like reoccurring revenue. We like we like big painfuls. We like the consistency. That's the vibe. That's the vibe for the painful club. That's the vibe for all of my programs, honestly. It's consistency. How to make our businesses as easy as possible. Because the truth is, when our business is as easy as possible, that context that you guys just lined out, we we get to actually experience. If our business is hard, if our business is complex, if our business is all over the place, big launches, big, big, big complex things, that contacts, that freedom, that time, it feels heavy. So let me ask you guys a question. Do you want your business to feel heavy or do you want it to feel weightless? Do you want to feel present in your life? Or do you want to feel focused on your business? Because the truth is, you can be deeply present in your life and run an incredible multi-six and seven-figure business without being deeply focused in your business. And that comes with the knowledge. And that's what we're talking about now. So, um, about to launch a hybrid container. Love that. So over business being complex, weightless and fully present in my life. Yes, that's the vibe. So, okay, let's talk about this for a second. How many of you guys have ever felt or share with me if you guys have ever felt that your business is complicated or it's hard for you to make money or if you have to hustle in order to create sales, right? Share with me if you've ever felt any of these things or things similar in vibe, right? To where you feel like every day you have to show up, you have to be online, you have to be present, you have to be doing a million things just in order to make sales. Have you ever felt this? Like, do you guys ever feel like maybe um, 
and this is at all income levels like this is not just scaling to your first six or multi six figure year like this is even at seven figures where it's in order to maintain your life and your lifestyle that you have now you have to work really hard right have you guys ever felt this let me know what's this okay oh my nose is itchy yes okay so when you're feeling like this do you feel do you feel good <laughs> i'm like i know the answer to this do you guys feel good when you feel like this do you feel truly inspired when you feel like this really i think the big question is how do you feel offline when you feel like this when you feel like this in your business when you're offline and you're present in your life how do you feel are you still worried about your business are you still worried about where the next client is going to come from or what i remember you guys i've been in business for six years and i used to have a second business i used to have an agency and there were so many times where I would make just enough or really not be making enough. We'd get to this period like we are now, end of the month, and I would feel this immense pressure. And I would literally turn into a bear. When I was living at home, For when I first started my business, I was in college and then I moved home and I was living with my mom and grandparents in a multi-generational house. And I remember there would be points where I would literally be so unhappy that I would just be snapping at everybody. Like I would just be mad. Like that was what was coming out. But really what I was feeling was anxious. I was feeling upset and sad and disappointed. I used to say my business would break my heart, right? And I would say this because I would feel like I was putting so much of me into my business. I was putting so much heart and soul into my business and I wasn't reaping the rewards yet. I wasn't able to create the life that I desired, right? But I was doing all the things. Does this resonate with you guys? The reason I share this is because I think one of the, the things is, one of the things that I really witness a lot for people is this, this duality, right? And it's really very prevalent in our industry, but it's really not a real duality, right? Because the energy never changes. So what I'm talking about is this energy when we're online and we're feeling really pressured and we show up and we do all these tasks and we're working, 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 and it's, you know, we're trying and trying and trying and all the stuff. We're doing all the things. We have all the funnels we've invested and maybe it didn't work out. And now we have this debt or we have this commitment and we're feeling a certain way. And then we write our content and we say, I'm living my dream life. My life is perfect. We portray ourselves to be in a different place. Have you guys ever experienced this, whether yourself or you've witnessed somebody doing this? It's so easy for us to create this duality, this polarity, 
when really what we're doing is we're actually causing more harm to ourselves, right? And I think the thing is when we're in the space of the void, the gap, or as I called it yesterday, the vortex, what are you doing? Um, when we're in that in between, I don't know what she just did. That was not comfortable. When we're in that in between, right? We don't know how long we're going to be there. We don't know if the work that we're doing is actually working, right? Have you guys ever felt like this? Like, what's the point? Like I keep doing the same things every day and is it even working, right? When we're in this space, this is where we get to continue to choose to not only be an embodiment, right? But to more importantly, to be actually taking the right actions, right? And the reason I say this is because one thing that I see time and time again, and I might've tapped in and talked about this the other day, is when we start feeling pressure around our sales and around the things that we wanna create, around our money, we start going back to default actions. We start going back to those bro marketing tendencies. We go back to very masculine processes. I'm gonna book a million sales calls. I'm gonna follow up with everyone in the DMs. I'm gonna send cold DMs and I'm just gonna hope that people wanna work with me. I'm going to post 30 times a day in 10 different Facebook groups and I'm just going to blast myself out there. The more I post, the more I'm seen, the more likely it is for someone to hire me. Have you guys ever felt these things? Like, have you ever done these things to encourage sales? Because I see this all the time, all the time. And I ask you, I ask you these questions today because I really want to encourage you to really like ingrain this in you. It's desperation. Yeah, it all comes from lack. It is more powerful for you to do less than it is for you to do more in your business. When it comes to sales and enrolling new dream clients and creating big momentum, Less is more in big ways, in big, big, big ways. Less is more. And I can't tell you the amount of times I have witnessed women in our industry go from so excited, creating big momentum, to that little voice clicking on, telling them some story, and they flip into fear. And their momentum completely plummets. Because now they're no longer an embodiment of that dream life. They're no longer in that deep trust. And the audience just starts to feel disconnected. They don't know why. But it's not clicking anymore. Right? So here's the thing. Less is more. Right? So when it comes to selling these offers that you guys have shared with me, your one-to-ones, your... Um, what was this? Your meditation facilitators, these programs. When it comes time for you to sell these programs, what's your plan to fill these spaces? Hmm? What's your thought?
what are you doing to close sales for these things? Her little butt's like right here. She's like standing up. <laughs> like go back down. <laughs> Was going to run an intentional TikTok campaign, TikTok campaign and a two-part free workshop. Okay. What else, you guys? What else is your thoughts for enrolling these clients? And here's my other question. How many clients do you want to enroll? Because when we actually look at the numbers, right, of how many people we want into our programs and we start to actually look at how big our audience actually is you're going to come to find that those people already exist within your audience and you don't necessarily have to do big extravagant things to create these sales more often than not unless you are brand new in business which i'm pretty sure most of you aren't unless you are brand new in business you already have an audience right So, currently I'm creating an evergreen sales system that starts with a free webinar. Okay, does that feel good to you? Do you like this type of sales process? And these are the things I want you guys to ask yourself. Like, do these actions feel good? Are these things that inspire you or are these things that you feel that you should be doing? I just want to focus on uh, relationship building in groups. And on IG, from there, I really haven't figured out the rest. I create a post that is an invitation or I'll go live, create a conscious conversation, and create an inviting offer. Looking for new sales processes. Girl, I got you. Don't worry. Paint a full club. <laughs> it's all going down in painful club. Yes. These are great things, but I really, I want you guys to really ask yourself, like, are these things that feel good or are these things that you feel you should do? is she doing today oh, let me know if these things feel good or not half and half okay Hannah the duality of this comment. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is a perfect example. And thank you for sharing your train of thought with us. Doing all these activities, does it feel good? I honestly avoid all of these things at all costs. Why are we doing them? See, the thing is, when we're a true embodiment of the work that we do, and the person that we are desiring to be and all those things, we don't have to do these things that we don't feel are fun or good or exciting. We can create processes that are valuable and incredible to us. And this is the thing, this is why I teach all of my, my big programs in mastermind and group containers. 
because and one-to-one of course because we get to have those intimate conversations as to what is the custom way for you like what is the bigger context for you around the best way for you to actually enroll clients because half of the time if not more than half of the time maybe 80 percent of the time if not more people are doing things in their processes that they feel they should do but they don't do it right i'll give an example um i think shelby mentioned that she's going to run a webinar i think it was shelby mm, why can't i can't see the comment where did my comment go um, oh yeah, shall we mention doing a webinar? Story time, 2019, I was doing all the shoulds, all the shoulds. I am not one that loves masculine sales processes. I really don't, but I felt that I really wanted to have something, and this is my experience, this might not, I'm not like, Shelby, you might really love webinars, and if you do, good for you. But in my experience for myself, I felt that I needed to create this, right? And I made it this big, big, big thing. I created slides, I created a funnel, I hired an ads expert, all for the hopes of having an automated sales process, right? But the truth was, I hated webinars. I, to this day, have only attended maybe two webinars in the last six years because I hate them so much. So I was trying to create a sales process that I hated. And I, I found it not too long ago in my Google Drive. I don't know why I found it, but I found the version of the webinar. And I watched some of it. And I literally was like, this is so horrible. Not that what I was saying was bad, not that my teaching structure was bad, but I could literally see my energy was this is a should. I'm doing this because I want to sign clients, not because I'm doing this because I want to teach and inspire and, and motivate. It was a very selfish reason for me to be creating the sales process and doing it this way, right? I never published it. Or might have, I think I ran it live and then I never really published it as a funnel. Not because it wasn't going to work, because it did work. It worked live. But because it just wasn't the aligned process for me. Right? And so I ask you guys to evaluate, like, what are those things that you're doing that you think that you should do in order to sign clients that are really just adding more complications to it? Because I'll tell you, I have signed some of my biggest piece, my biggest clients, my biggest paid in full clients, my biggest monthly recurring revenue clients off of content, off of a single Instagram story, off of just by being present in someone's Facebook group and offering support, right? It doesn't always have to be a big thing. And that's why I say sometimes less is more, right? So let's see. Um... Mary said, I love going live, not so much the big posts. I love live interaction. Me too, which is why I call you guys forward to chat with me. <laughs> okay, Shelby said, it feels good to me because that's the goal for me. Business on autopilot, allowing my to show up and serve fully and wholeheartedly without the worry of constant program creation. 
yeah, so that's one way. That's definitely one way of creating it, but it's not the only way, right? And I think that's the thing that really I gave my, and this might be relevant to you, it might not be, webinars might be your jam, like I said. But for me, I really had to give myself permission of what was the way that actually lit me up, right? And so for me, for the longest time, I used to do these three-day masterclasses, not like a webinar, but I would actually record them live like I am. I don't do this anymore. <laughs> but then I would restream them. And that was the automated process for me. I would literally re-live stream them. There was a software called Live Reacting or something back in the day. I don't know if it still exists. And that for me was how I created an automated system on my terms, right? And it felt a lot better than this, this one way, right? And again, this is just my example. This is something that I went through along this journey. The other example is sales calls. I don't do sales calls. If somebody wants to work with me and they want to chat with me on a call, we first chat over voice notes. And if they still want to call, sure. You can have 15 minutes of my time. Ask me anything. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> what do I have to lose? Um, Let's see. I guess I do it too because that's what I've always done in the past. When I was a copywriter, back to yesterday, it worked then. Mm. Oh, Hannah, you're just feeding right into today's conversation. <laughs> uh, I've never done sales calls and I'm not willing to. Yeah, sales calls are not my vibe. <laughs> I know how to do them. I did them for years. But now it's just a connection. You want to talk to me? Have at it. Talk to me. I'm here. I'm cash. I'm laid back, right? But this thing that Hannah mentioned, right? This is what I call going back to the default right? I've kind of talked about this a little bit this week. Going back to those default actions that used to work, trying to recreate the process, right? Trying to recreate how it happened the first time. It's not going to happen the same way. Because when you step into the energy of recreating, what you're actually doing is you're stepping into a process from scarcity and lack, right? And so here's the thing. It's not that these processes don't work. It's more so that your energetic embodiment is not the right vibe, if you will. So I do not like sales calls, but that's where the best conversation, best conversion, that's the best convert. What? Why? I can't read. <laughs> that's where the best conversion is. So I've been doing them. Realizing my best conversion is not on sales calls because I do not like them. Yes. And this is where I really started to actually study for myself and why I have processes that I know that close at 70 to 80% for myself that are not sales calls. They're not doing big formal trainings or anything like that. In fact, it's super laid back, super low key because that's how I am, right? And if you guys, you know, decide that you want to work with me and some of you have and some of you are my clients and different things, you will come to learn this. Like I am very laid back. Like what you see here is is a fraction of what you see within the full program and within, you know, working with me. But that casual, that laid back, that simplistic strategy, that is what we do because business doesn't have to be hard. In fact, it gets to be really freaking easy, right? And so I'll share an example. 
Monday, was it Monday? No, maybe Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Tuesday, I had um, a call with a client. What was it called? No, I think it was a voice note from a client. And she was saying, Maria, I'm so stressed. I haven't made any sales this month. Sure, my literally, sure, my monthly recurring revenue is fine, but I haven't made any new sales. And I feel like I'm a failure. And I feel like I don't know how I'm supposed to lead this. She was going to do um, a training thing. I feel like I'm out of integrity. I feel like I'm out of alignment. Blah, blah, blah. She said she was going to start shifting back into some old practices. And I said, hold up. Hold up. Right? We shifted it. We did what I call the flip. It was a really fun energetic process that I've been teaching one of my clients for years. We did the flip. And not even 24 hours later when she got on her one-to-one -one call with me. So maybe it was Monday because we talked on Tuesday. Anyway, she had done a 12K sale and has since enrolled seven clients. Why? Because she allowed business to be easy. Because she shifted back into the alignment. Oftentimes when you've had an energetic, uh, uh, an income dip, it's not necessarily about reinventing the wheel or even repeating these those old processes, but it's actually about the energy that you do and you bring to the table when you are showing up. Does this make sense? Let me know. Um, laid back vibes equals goals. Honestly, like I look at people who have businesses that are so complex that have so these complicated sales processes. And it just makes me tired. It just makes me tired. I'm just tired for these people. Yes. Good. I'm glad this makes sense. See, here's the thing. I'll give you an example. I'll, I'll lay out my business because a lot of you guys are familiar with me. You're familiar with my work. You're familiar with the way that I run my ship, right? I always like to give examples that are common and I'm the most common in this context. I make multiple five figures per month from monthly reoccurring revenue. So sales that have come in months ago that are still carrying over and blah, blah, blah. I think I told you guys this. 300K week set me up all the way through 2023, including the sales that were already existing and already pending and the contracts that were already in place, blah, 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 right? Multiple six-figure year already, right? The way that I got to that point was not by hustling this year. In fact, I did the opposite. I talked about this yesterday. I worked less than I have ever, ever. And I made more sales easier than ever. Why? What is the practical thing behind that? Two things. Number one, I allowed myself to be a real embodiment of the work that I do. Number two. I swear she's like, I wonder if those rib those ribs can move. <laughs> Number two, I did the actions that inspired me. So for me, when I do actions that inspire me, this week, for example, doing a free course, that inspires me. Now here's what I'm gonna tell you. I don't do these free containers. I don't do my gifted microminds or these free mini courses. I don't do them with the intention to sign clients. Have you guys ever gotten into a space and you're like, this person is trying to sell me? 
That's not why I show up. I show up in my spaces because I want to give back, because I want to be in conversation, because I want to connect. It's not for a selfish reason. That is one of the most prosperous, it's not the word I want, but it's what it will use. It was one of the most prosperous decisions I ever made was stepping away from doing things that I knew would get me clients. Now, here's what I will tell you. If we break, if we look at my business strategically, sure, this is a process that sometimes enrolls clients. Strategically, yes. But is that why I'm here? Am I here to sign clients? No, I'm not. If you guys want to work with me, you want to work with me. If you don't, great. Enjoy this free course. <laughs> That's my vibe. Like I said, I'm super laid back because I'm detached from the outcome. Why? Because I know the right people are going to work with me, whether or not I do this big event, whether or not I I get on sales calls or I, I post things or I do whatever. I give without expecting anything in return. And that is one of the biggest pieces of advice that I will share with you today is give, whether it's your content, your Instagram stories, a Facebook Live, even if you're doing sales calls or things like that, a webinar, whatever, it's doing things without the expectation, without that hidden driven force. Because here's the thing, have you ever gone into a store and the salespeople jump on you and you're like, I'm just looking. And they follow you around the store. What can I help you with? Can I get you that in your size? Do you want to put that in the fitting room? My name is so-and-so. If you need anything, let me know. And you're like, I, I'm, I'm just here. I'm just browsing. If I feel moved, I'm going to decide. When you're in that space of feeling pressured to shop or to buy or to invest or whatever it is, your energy shifts as the buyer. So why do we do that to our people? Why do we make our people feel like they have to work with us? Why do we convince people to work with us? What if we allowed our business to be easy because it is easy? Because we fully trust the process. What if? What if? Because here's the T, the big T, that life you want to live, that dream life where you're relaxed and you have freedom and all of these incredible things, that comes as, and they go hand in hand, but in the context of today's conversation, it comes as a byproduct from being in this energy in your business. When you are high pressured and high strung and so intense in your work and so intense on making sales from a space of desperation and lack, that energy, that anxious energy that I need, I need carries into your life, right? But when you shift that, when you separate those things and you really step into an embodiment of who you are, and you know that your things are going to sell because you have the knowledge and you're doing the practical actions, all of a sudden you are living your dream life, even in the gap, 
even in the void, even in that in-between, you are literally living your dream life. And I remember at one point last year, there was a point where I wasn't making the most money yet. I was, like I said, I was getting by. I, it was, I forget what it was. I think I made like 80K last year. I was getting by. I had some big expenses. I had some debts. I had a lot of things going on behind the scenes. And I had this big pressure on myself, right? And I remember there came a point, right? I said, really the shifting point was my birthday last year, this time, blah, blah, blah. We talked about this the other day. There came a point where I realized my life was my dream life. And while my dream life wasn't the fullest expression of my dream life, we weren't living in a beach house. I didn't have a herd full of children, you know, running behind me. And, you know, all of these things. I didn't have the fullest expression of my dream life. Your dreams are always evolving. They're always changing. They're always growing. But I had a version of my dream life. I had the most incredible and supportive and loving husband who is so cute. I had so much time to work on myself, to be present with myself. I was making enough money that I was starting to really feel good about myself, right? But outside of making money, I felt good about myself. I was working out. I was seeing progress in the gym. Now we are just soft. We're ready to get back in the gym, lift some heavy weights, but that's okay, right? But I was living a version of my dream life. And when I recognized that where I was was good enough and I was happy and I was safe and I was secure, everything shifted. Everything. Because I no longer felt the need to sell from a space of lack. And instead I sell from a space... I sell from a space of desire. I sell from a space of... I can help you and I want to help you, right? I shared a post that I wrote today. I wrote it for you guys. I wasn't very inspired by you guys this morning. And I essentially wrote that I, I, I often feel sad when I see that there are women in our industry who are not making the money that they want. And I feel this because I feel so passionate about helping people, right? So whether it's in this free space or it's in a paid container, my goal is to help. My goal is to help you make more money so you can live your dream life because that is my zone of expertise. Your zone of expertise might be helping people shift their weight. It might be helping people have better clarity on their business. It might be helping people find their dream relationship. It doesn't matter, right? But that energy is shifted and that is so big. And if you take one thing out of this today, I hope you take this that it is so important to shift from needing to make sales and that's why you're selling your offers. The thing is, even if you do need to make sales, like even if you do need to make money, you're feeling that pressure, that's not why you're showing up, right? That's not why you're doing things. That's not why you're calling people in. Does, it, does this all make sense? The no strings attached. It's exhausting. I completely caught the vibe of you gifting your energetics and not trying to sell. It was an automatic yes for me. Love that. That's so true. Yes, this is the shift I needed. Yes, 100%. I love that. So you guys, I want to respect your time. I've been live for about an hour.
here's your homework for today. I want you to reflect on why you are selling. I want you to reflect on this conversation that I just had with you. What has been your current motive for showing up and selling? Oh, 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 oh,